take our power back and to understand that we are bigger than than our careers, that we have something greater to give to this world, that we have a higher calling and are able to have more meaning in our lives if only we give ourselves permission. Permission to change, permission to grow, permission to pivot. I'm Navneet Man, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful for you tuning in every week to listen to this podcast. It means more than you think. And because of all of you, I get to show up with my best energy and excitement to bring you podcasts every week that I think are going to be valuable in your journey as you consider making moves and moving towards what's really meant for you in this life. And that's exactly what today's podcast is about. It is all about how you can start to find your life direction in your 30s and 40s. I know this sounds daunting to so many people, and I myself have been through this transition and have never really talked about what it's like to do this at this age, um, at a point where many of us in society are told that we're supposed to be settled into our careers, that we're supposed to have things figured out, that we're supposed to be in this groove that is going to basically be the rest of our lives. And that's just not acceptable for many of us. And I really want to normalize the conversation of making big decisions and big moves even in these stages of your life. Of course, it's never too late. It doesn't matter if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. You can reinvent yourself and change the trajectory of your life at any stage. Today, I'm specifically speaking to those who are within their 30s and 40s, although this will apply to most people. And this is because this is the experience I can speak to. When I started to understand that maybe law was not for me and started to really ask myself hard questions and face the facts, face my truth, I was in my 30s. I had worked very, very hard to become a lawyer. I had spent over six figures of money going to law school. I lived in England at the time, so I was an international student. It just all adds up. Not to mention many, many years of my life prior to law, getting a degree, working, getting experience, then getting my law degree. And I know that's the experience for most of you as well. And then the years that we spend climbing up the ladder to try to to try to achieve more success in our careers, only to get there and 
understand that it's not for us. So if you've been feeling like there's got to be something more, there's got to be more to life, there's got to be more meaning, more purpose, I, I need to be here for a reason, then you're in the right place. Because we're going to talk about how you can start to find what that direction is for you. Okay, so as scary as it is, I'm going to ask you to take a deep breath and dive in with me because what's more scary than making a career move or change in direction in your 30s and 40s is staying in the same place until your 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s and then realizing, holy crap, I should have changed because I would have been in a different place by now, okay? And that's what we want to be doing. Think about your future self. Think about what's going to make you happy in the long term, okay? And I also find it so funny because most of us today are living with decisions we made as our 18-year-old selves, right? As we graduate high school, we are basically groomed to think about the next direction and our career for the rest of our lives. As an 18-year-old, your frontal lobe is barely even developed. You don't even know anything about life or the world, yet you're asked to decide what you're going to do with the rest of your life, how you're going to contribute to society, how you're going to make an earning and be a functioning member of this society. Like, are you kidding me? Would you trust right now an 18-year-old to make a decision for your life today? Would you go back to somebody in school or an 18-year-old niece or nephew or whomever that you know today and say, hey, can you help me make this decision or you make the decision for me? Probably not unless they're a very mature 18-year-old. Yet here we are living with the decisions we made when we were 18 years old. Here we are functioning as a 30, 40-something-year-old adult with the decisions we made as a high schooler, it just blows my mind. Yet we are so afraid to make decisions now as our 30 and 40 year old selves, right? We don't trust the decisions that we're gonna make today for our future selves, yet we trusted ourselves back then because that's what the societal rules told us to do. We thought that was normal. We thought it was normal to make a decision when you're 18 for the rest of your life of the career that you're going to choose, but it's not normal to choose something different later on. So we just decide to stay stuck and in this box that our 18 year old selves made and it just blows my mind. 18 year old me was more concerned about what other people thought of her, was more concerned about being liked by people in high school, was more concerned about the way she looked and dressed to be acceptable to others more than she was concerned about who she is. She didn't know herself. She didn't know that she had values and greater ambitions and passions and purpose. She didn't know that she could contribute in a meaningful way to the world. She knows that now. I know this. But she didn't know that. She was a kid. She was so busy trying to be liked and follow all the rules. So please, let's release ourselves of the, the shackles and the boxes younger selves made for us and just know that our future selves will thank us if we make de different decisions today. It is okay if you're not, you're no longer happy with the decisions that you made when you were younger and you want to make a change today, okay? So let's just preface this entire conversation with that little soapbox moment because it is so important for us to 
take our power back and to understand that we are bigger than than our careers, that we have something greater to give to this world, that we have a higher calling and are able to have more meaning in our lives if only we give ourselves permission. Permission to change, permission to grow, permission to pivot. And that is what's available to you when you decide to do that. At the end of the day, you are the decision maker. You get to choose the direction of your life. And if you're unsure on what that direction should be, then you're in the right place because we're going to explore that for you. But first, I want to start off by talking about some of the mistakes people make as they're trying to figure out their direction, as they're trying to understand what's next. So most of you are here because you've already decided that law or the career you're in is not for you. You've already given it a chance. You've put yourself through the ringer. You've hustled. You've worked your way to the top. And you're just not happy with the lifestyle that you have. The work doesn't light you up. You don't feel excited about who you're serving, how you're serving, how you're showing up, and you really feel like you might be suppressing some of your gifts and your values and your purpose and your passions, right? And you are here because you're ready to explore what's next. You're ready to make a pivot into something more meaningful. You know that there is more to life than just this little 3D existence. There's more to life than just the day-to-day -day monotony of going to work, you know, working out, having dinner, going to sleep and doing it again. Okay, so let's make the most of the time that we have and start talking about how you can start to find that direction. So let's talk about some of the common mistakes that I see people making. And I made some of these mistakes myself when I was starting to explore what's next. Number one is ignoring the nudge. Okay, so most of us start to feel this inkling that there's got to be more. I'm not happy. There is something over here that keeps telling me to figure out what's next, that there's more to life, that there's more to this existence, that I'm meant to do greater things. I'm meant to contribute in a more meaningful way. But because we don't know what that is, we suppress it. We ignore it. We don't want to face it because it can be scary to step into the unknown. And what we've developed here, this little safe lane, safe path in our careers feels okay. It feels like it is going to might not be something that lights us up, but it's something that is going to provide for us. And it covers some of those basic needs right? Like if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it covers that shelter, food, you know, money to buy the day-to-day -day stuff. So we feel like we're covered, but we can't ignore this feeling, this nudge. So this is a feeling inside of you that sparks up from time to time. It might be once you've read a book or watch something inspirational or you're scrolling social media and you see somebody doing something that they're so passionate about, that they're so happy about. You see people having this really full lifestyle where they genuinely seem happy and even the work that they're doing seems to light them up. And you start to feel this nudge, like what about me? Is this possible for me? What is out there that would make me feel this way? And maybe you know what it is. Maybe you feel that way when you are 
supporting a friend through a hard time, maybe in their relationship. Maybe you feel that way when you are doing your skincare at night and your body feels so nourished, your skin feels so nourished. Maybe you feel that way when you're cooking a meal for somebody and that's like your artistic expression, right? There's so many points in your day where you might start to feel like I really enjoy this. This matters to me. I want when you're sitting on your spare time and are researching or watching videos about a certain topic that really interests you. Those are the nudges. And what we do is we ignore them. We don't take them seriously because we think, well, I can't possibly turn this into a career. Right away, our mind goes to this idea that if I'm into something, I have to be able to visualize the entire end result and step by step on how I'm going to get there. Otherwise, it's not possible for me. And that is such a lie. That is such BS. That is the exact type of mentality that keeps us stuck in this cycle of wanting more, but never knowing how to achieve it. So forget the plan. Okay. Forget the plan for now and just start to pay attention to those nudges and when they come up and how often they come up. Ignoring those nudges is exactly what makes days, months, and years, and even decades pass by without taking action. So when you feel that inkling of there's got to be more, I want you to get curious about it and start thinking about what does excite me. And we're going to get to some of the things that you should do right now. We're still kind of talking about the mistakes. Okay, so mistake number one is ignoring the nudge. Mistake number two is asking others. Okay, this is almost like seeking permission. You might think that you're just having a conversation with a friend or a partner and are trying to talk it out. But oftentimes what you're actually doing is seeking their permission to make a change in your life. You're asking other people what they think you should do. And how would they know? They only have the experience of you that you've showed them. They only have their their experience through their own lens. They don't really know you. They don't really know how you feel when you wake up or how you feel when your head hits the pillow at the end of the day and how you feel in between, what thoughts are going through your mind, what you're curious about, what really lights you up, what really makes you feel low. People don't know that about you. They only know what you show them, right? So they can only help you make a decision based on their little knowledge of who you are. And this goes for even the people who are closest to you. Nobody knows the experience of being you more than you. So it's interesting when we don't yet know what direction we want to go in and we haven't really flushed it out yet, we start to get other people's buy-in and their influence and we have them in our ears. And mostly these are people who are not pursuing the dreams that you have. These are people who are comfortable in the safe path. They don't know what it's like to step outside, to make a move, a pivot, and to explore something bigger. Yet you want their buy-in, but they haven't been where you wanna be. If you're gonna ask somebody about their opinions and what's possible, then talk to people who are in the spaces where you want to be in. Talk to the people who have done the hard things, the scary things and have lived through it and can guide you and mentor you. Don't ask people who are too afraid to take action. We do this so often, but as humans, 
We are designed to be risk averse. We are designed to play it safe. Our ego does not want us to expand and to do things that are outside of the comfort zone. And that's how these people are programmed around you. And you're going to go ask them for their opinions. You're not really going to get the answers you want. And that's another little you know, tip I'll give you is when you are asking somebody about their opinion, ask yourself first, what do I want to hear from them? What is the answer I'm looking for? What what am I hoping to gain from this conversation? You know, if you are that lost and you have no idea what direction to go in, then keep listening because I'm going to give you some some tips on what you can do instead of going and seeking others' opinions. And I've been guilty of this, especially as people pleasers who have had this belief that we really need to be liked by others. Like I said, my 18 year old self was too busy wanting to be liked by everyone around her, right? When we are people pleasers or have grown up in environments where perfectionism has become a part of who we are, and we haven't yet really dismantled it, then we will want to get people's buy in just to feel good about our decisions. But I'm telling you now that's not the right way to do it. That's not the way that's going to satisfy your heart and your passion. So really, before you start to go seek other people's permission, ask yourself what it is that you really want and need. It's okay to have flushed out ideas and say, hey, this is my thought on this direction I want to take. This is why I'm excited about it. But here are some of my challenges. And I wanted to ask you what you think about that, right? So you've got now structure in terms of what you're asking somebody instead of just saying, what do you think I should do? Do you think I should go and start posting content online? Do you think I should go and try to be an influencer? Do you think I should go and try to be a coach? Whatever it is, they don't know because they don't know the nuances of who you are. Okay, so ask yourself first before you go and ask other people. The third mistake on the same note that I see people making and I made myself is analysis paralysis. Where clarity is your friend, I'll say overthinking is your worst enemy. I know that most of us are in careers that we had to really follow a path for, kind of toe the line in order to get where we are. And we were always told in school, there's a right way and a wrong way. It's very black and white. And you get grades based on what you get right and what you get wrong, right? You are judged on this from the age of freaking five years old of always getting shit right. And you're punished if you get it wrong by bad grades or getting in trouble. So we think that there's a right or wrong life path, and there is not. All that's right or wrong is what feels aligned with you. You're either aligned or you're misaligned. And aligned does not mean that things are going to be easy and it's all going to be rainbows and butterflies all the time. You'll still face challenges. But you'll face challenges that still light you up, that make you feel excited, that are in your zone of genius, that where you can contribute to the world. Okay, so I really want you to start thinking about your own analysis paralysis. Where are you overthinking situations? Where are you creating roadblocks for yourself? Where are you telling yourself I'm not capable or this is too hard or I haven't had I don't have it all figured out yet and I can't start until I do? because that's not how we make progress. We make progress by taking the first step and then allowing the second step to get more clear and then so on and so forth. Most of us are just overthinking as as a distraction to take action, 
Okay. We are afraid of not knowing what's next and we don't know how to navigate it. Therefore, we start analyzing every single step before we make a move. Do you think your 18 year old self had all your entire life planned out up until now, up until your 30s and 40s? Do you think that she knew exactly where you were going to be? She probably thought she was making decisions that were going to make you happy. And look at you now. You can't possibly have it all figured out because you have no idea what's going to happen one or two decades down your life. All you can do is honor who you are on the inside. All you can do is really look at yourself, ask yourself what's important to you, understand your values and honor that and move forward in a direction that is aligned. Don't feel like you have to have every single scenario figured out. I recently had a client say to me that she's afraid to take action because she doesn't know what her plan B will be in case things don't go right in every scenario. She wanted a contingency plan in every situation so she could be prepared. Her mind was telling her that that's a positive thing, that's preparation. But really, preparation was masking itself in procrastination and fear. Okay, so ask yourself when you get into that analysis paralysis, is this fear? What is happening? How come I'm not taking action forward? So you'll see these three things coming up when you're trying to change directions and understand what is meant for you, that higher calling, these three things will come up, right? You'll start ignoring the nudges, or maybe you've already done so. So take a look at that. You may start to ask other people what to do instead of seeking permission from yourself. You may get into analysis paralysis thinking you need it all figured out. So those are some of the mistakes and blocks to watch out for. Now let's talk about some of the progress makers. Let's talk about some of the indicators that you're moving in the right direction and how you can start to snowball that. So number one, and this might be the most important thing that I can share with you guys today, is self-belief. I cannot stress this enough. It's not just about believing that something is possible for you. It's not just about being a confident person. It's really about having that conviction within yourself that you are capable. You are capable of doing hard things. You are capable of figuring things out. You are resourceful. You believe in your ability to make a change to do something greater. And you don't need it all figured out. You don't need to know what it's going to look like at the end. You just need to know, even if you believe in yourself 1% to create change, lean into that 1% and allow it to grow. You've got to have your own back. It doesn't matter if anybody else has your back or not. You need to have your own back through this journey because this journey is going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be confronting. And if you don't believe in your ability to do this, then that's going to be a hell of a lot harder, okay? And I think that's what happens is we ignore those nudges because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe it's possible to have a happy life doing something we love. It is not yet normalized in our society. It will be because the newer generations are normalizing doing work that you love and are not settling for less. But we, this generation, you guys, me, we're still stuck in some of those societal rules. We have not broken free of that. 
And we need to believe in ourselves and our ability to create whatever we want, to follow the path that we're meant to be on in this lifetime. Because we all have something special to contribute and bring to the table. And us being afraid to even explore that is suffocating our truth, our power, our purpose, our passion. So please, if you can do one thing and take away one thing from this podcast, then please take away the fact that you should believe in yourself. And I believe in you. Okay, If you need somebody to believe in you, I believe in you. DM me. Tell me that you need that. And I will have your back. Because... That's the one thing that will give you the fuel when things get hard. You just need to know that that version of yourself is possible. That higher version of yourself, the happier, the more fulfilled, the aligned version of yourself that's doing badass work, that's showing up, that is serving the world, that's doing something meaningful, that's waking up happy. That version is alive and well and is possible for you. You just need to believe in it. Okay. Whew. All right, let's take a deep breath because that was a lot. That was a lot, but it matters. It matters so freaking much. Along with that belief, I'll say number two, which is um, a progress marker for you, is the intention. So you don't need a plan. You don't need it all figured out. You need some sort of direction. By now, you probably have an inkling of where you want to go or what type of lifestyle you want, right? Sometimes all we know is, I just want to wake up happy doing work I love. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that's what I want. I want to be self-expressive. I want to be myself. I want to feel like I'm contributing something. I want to do something that makes me happy. I want to have flexibility and freedom. I want to travel. Like we know the lifestyle we want, but we don't always know the details and that's okay. What we can start to do is become more intentional about that direction. And with my clients, I love to give them just questions to ponder and think about. So I'll share some of them with you. And I highly encourage you to journal on these questions And I can leave them in the show notes for you guys. But sit down with yourself in a quiet space. You breathe in and out, you know, 10 or 20 times until you've got some relaxation in the body and the nervous system. And just try to connect with your higher self, with your body, with your soul, whatever it is. And start to ask yourself, what is the change I would want to see in the world if there's one thing that could make this world a better place right what would I want to see and that might start off as something really really high level it might start off as something broad or it might be specific for me oftentimes when I think about that I think about creating a world for the next generation where they can do whatever they want and they don't have these bs rules that they have to follow. I think about a paradigm shift on the way we do life and the way we tap into our own own gifts, which we actually don't do. I didn't do that as a kid, right? So I think about this generation that is going to grow up with every opportunity and um, any direction they wanna go in so they can follow their passions and their purpose. And I think that would make the world a better place, okay? So that's huge right? That's big. I'm talking about shifting a paradigm and for a whole freaking generation. So think about the change you want to see. It doesn't have to be that big. 
it, it can be anything. It, it can be anything that really just excites you and makes you feel happy. Think about if I can make the world 1% better, what would that be, right? So I like to think big picture first, and then I think, okay, what is the contribution I can make to help create that change? So if I want to see this next generation being happy and, you know, they're growing up and they're watching their parents do work that they love, and it's like this healthy environment that they're in, and that gives them permission to pursue whatever it is that they want without rules, without expectations, mostly because I grew up the opposite way, right? I grew up in a more strict household in um, a way where I was told you need to follow this path if you want to be happy and successful so you don't struggle like we did, like middle-class immigrants to this country. That's what I was always told by my parents. So I followed this path that I thought was going to make me happy. And I wish I, you know, could go back and, and tell my younger self that she doesn't need to do that. I wish I could go back and tell my parents at that age, hey, you guys can try to explore things that make you happy. We don't have to be miserable in our jobs and then pass on that misery to our children, okay? So that's where it's coming from, from me. And maybe maybe you've had a chance to explore that. Maybe you haven't, and that's okay. Just ask yourself, what is the change you'd like to see in the world? That's number one. Number two, what can be my contribution to that change, right? How can I help create that change? So for me, that was coaching. It was helping starting to create change within our generation. So then when we have children, it'll create the change in that next generation. That's, That's my approach. Number three is why does that matter to me? Like, why the heck do I care? Why do I care if there's a change in the world? Why do I care what the next generation does? So that's a tough question to answer. And it doesn't have to be the self-righteous thing. It doesn't have to be, you know, we're not all Mother Teresa. But just ask yourself why you're doing this and why you care if there's that change. Whether it is something you want to explore through creativity, through your art, through food, through music, through through fitness, whatever your modality is, just start to ask yourself why it matters to you, okay? So that is one set of questions that I like to ask myself and my students to really start to think about what that next direction will look like for you. And then in a similar kind of way, another question that is an interesting one to me is, if money was no object, if it if I was going to make the same amount of money no matter what, and I was always going to be really well off, and I was going to have the same salary no matter what work I did, what work would I do? If I got paid no matter what, what would I be doing? What would actually make me happy? Would I be working 10 to 12 hours as a lawyer? Probably freaking not. Would I be clocking in and out of an office? No. Right? So what work would I be doing? ask yourself that. And uh, in the same in the same breath, I like to say, even if I wasn't paid, what what could you not stop me from doing? Right? So think about that as well. Even if I wasn't going to be paid, I would do this anyways. I love these questions. It makes me excited. So I will leave them in the show notes. If you are interested, please sit down, ponder these questions, go for a walk and ask yourself these questions. Listen back to this podcast if you need to be in a state where your mind is not thinking so much and just allow things to flow because it is magical what comes through when you start to ask yourself these questions and get very, very curious. Okay. So believe in yourself, 
set these intentions, ask yourself the hard questions. And number three is experimentation. Go and try it. If something is coming up for you, put yourself in situations where you can try these different things. Go to meetups or networking events or take a class. Do something that puts you in a bit of an uncomfortable situation or opens up a new world for you. Make friends in these different sectors. Surround yourself by people who are doing things that you want to do, right? Find them on LinkedIn, find them on social media, DM them. Just in this last month, I have connected with countless women who are in my field, who have left law, who are entrepreneurs, who are doing amazing things, just to expand my personal network of people who I can talk to and lean on and they can lean on me. It just helps you grow so much as a person. It makes you feel like you're not alone. So if you need somebody to cheer you on, DM me. I will definitely support you because this is the work that I love to do. But find yourself ways to explore and experiment, right? Whether that means starting a social media account and just starting to post your thoughts and ideas, um, whether that means blogging or vlogging or podcasting, just start somewhere and find a tribe of people that can be your cheerleaders or can guide you through this. It's the experimentation that is going to give you more clarity on what's next, right? I always say action creates clarity and this is your action because now you're in a place where you have set some intentions and you believe in yourself and now you can start to move forward. So that is my, um, that is my wish for all of you is as you are in this space and you might be thinking, oh my goodness, I'm in my thirties, I'm in my forties, it's too late to change. It's not too late. In fact, there was never a better time for you to start to explore and understand who you are and what that higher calling is because the world is shifting. We're seeing more people wake up and do their soul's purpose work. We're seeing more people connect with who they really are. We're seeing groups of people come together and harness this type of energy. And now is the perfect time for you to make these shifts and changes. Don't spend another decade or two of your life waiting around to figure it out. Give yourself the permission to move forward. Trust me, a year from now, you're going to look back and you are going to be in a different place and you're going to be happy that you made some moves. Okay, I would love to invite you to share what it is that you're working on with me and have a little accountability buddy. If there is something that any fears that are coming up or any blocks that are coming up, share them with me. Let's talk through it. Let's see what we could do to move you along. And if you're ready to actually take action and create this plan and start to make those shifts, then I'm your girl. DM me the word pivot and I will support you in making the changes that you need to make, okay? This is what I love to do, and I know that together we can rise up and really create change in this world, and I'm here to support you on that journey, okay? So make sure you jump into my DMs if you need support, if you're um, looking for some accountability, if you're looking for direction, I'll be there for you. And if there are any topics that you want to hear more about and you want me to cover them on the podcast, 
DM me a topic that you might have in mind or a question that you have, and I will answer them on future podcasts. This is a resource for you guys to be able to utilize and use as you're going through changes in life. And I want to make sure that it is aligned with what your needs are. And I'm happy to cover some of those questions. Okay, so pop into my DMs. My DMs are always open for confidential conversations. Thank you again for being here. I hope you will find this podcast to be something really useful and will take on some of my suggestions and tips and let me know what comes up. I'll see you guys next time on another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Bye.